Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello and welcome to Noise in Brief, PR Week UK's fortnightly podcast series where we discuss the biggest industry news stories from the past week in a bite-sized format. I'm Siobhan Holt, news editor at PR Week UK, and today I'm joined by our reporters Evie Barrett and Eliza Radu. Let's begin by chatting about all the changes in the sector, guys. It's been so much news. We've seen so many buyouts and new launches. So Evie, let's start with you. What stood out to you? So there are a couple of acquisitions that we included in our agencies to watch last week that I thought were interesting. Firstly, there was Lanson's, which was bought by Team Fana, which is a European group of comms consultancies based in Switzerland. What I thought was interesting about that one is that Tony Langham, who co-founded Lanson's, said that they weren't initially planning to sell the agency, but that the proposition of European comms powerhouse was intriguing enough to convince them to sell. Mm. And then we also featured Powers Corp Group, which was bought by US-based advisory business Moro Sadali. And that deal was thought to be worth as much as £50 million, which is obviously incredible. Mm. And for similar reasons, actually, it was bought to try and build more of a European growth platform across the group. Interesting. And we've looked actually at their most recent results as well, haven't we? And they were very optimistic about growth, although turnover was actually broadly quite flat last year. And they described that as because of like challenging capital markets in 2022, which, you know, was the case. But actual profit did fall a little bit last year. So pre-tax profit fell from 3.6 million to just under 3 million. Eliza, what stood out to you of the agencies this week? Nikki Collins, who was previously at W and Frank, has launched an agency called Ernie's with the backing of the Romans. The new agency is focused on earned media services, which is quite interesting because last week we reported that Jack Beckett, who recently spent 
two years at W has founded his own creative agency called 1901s. The Romans seem to be backing a lot of agencies with The Herd opening earlier this year as well. So it's interesting. And what do you guys make of all this? This is a lot of change within like the last two weeks. I think this is interesting because there's a lot of challenges that have happened over the last year. Yeah, I think the fact that there's been these acquisitions, but not necessarily fire sales is interesting because you would assume that if the economy's taken a downturn, that agency owners might be kind of looking for support but it doesn't really seem to be that that's the case it's not out of desperation but more out of the opportunities that could come from it yeah and that's what you were saying with Lanson's that's definitely Mm. what Tony's opinion was they weren't really looking to be bought but the offer came up and it made sense so yeah I think you're right saying that and I think you're also right Eliza that it shows real potential in the sector that there's growth out there and that it's seen as a real strong option for businesses that want to invest and expand across Europe. Yeah, especially sort of US-based companies wanting to have more of a presence in Europe. It's promising. And then obviously following on from that, though, when we've been discussing creative agencies that have launched, I thought Freud's was an interesting move. They'd acquired a creative agency, but it's one that communicates messages through art, which I thought was a very different approach. What did you guys think? I think it shows how important having a strong creative proposition is for a lot of these consumer comms agencies obviously there's a lot of competition as we've seen with the PR week awards that we'll come on to later but I think there's a lot of strong campaign work out there so agencies are really trying to bolster their creative offering. Looking back at one of our recent opinion pieces from John I think it's noteworthy because it shows PR agencies are trying to diversify their offerings in new and creative ways. So on to a serious topic now. We have all seen the news reports on the Israel-Hamas war. I wanted to begin by saying that PR Week's thoughts go out to anyone in our sector that has been impacted by these awful events and we wish for peace in the region. But on today's podcast, we wanted to discuss how this terrorist attack and subsequent war is different and ask if corporate businesses and brands should speak out. Many businesses have been silent on the Israel-Hamas war, whilst many have spoken out on previous important issues like the war in Ukraine or the Me Too movement or Black Lives Matter. So we wanted to look at this in more depth. Eliza, what do you think? I think speaking out can be risky because it may alienate some stakeholders and consumers. However, in the world we live in today, staying silent is no longer an option. Corporate activism has been a significant trend Mm. in recent years. And Although taking a stance on issues can have consequences, regardless of the side you choose, I still think businesses should speak out. If your brand or agency benefits from trade or business in a particular region, then I think you should take a stance on the issue that affects that community. Remaining neutral makes you appear less credible to some people, and it may also have others questioning your authenticity. Looking at the Ukraine-Russia war, brands like McDonald's, Coca-Cola and Starbucks were so quick to make a statement and pull out of Russia. However, with this conflict, brands have chosen to stay silent. Two things that Sasha Markle said in her opinion piece that I liked was, there's absolutely nothing complex about condemning terrorism and silence speaks volumes. I thought it was a really strong opinion piece from Sasha from Brazen. Evie, what did you think? Yeah, it's a tough one because there are no safe options, really. I think even 
like Sasha said, even staying silent is a statement in mm. a way. I think a lot of brands and corporations are really scared of saying the wrong thing and getting backlash, which is easily done. I noticed that even the PRSA, which is like the US equivalent of the PRCA, was criticised for the statement that its New York branch made. It apologised and then it had to release a third statement where it admitted that both prior statements were lacking in clarity. I think in fast-moving situations like this, there's definitely a danger of acting too fast, which seemed to be the case. They said that there was an urgency to get the note out, but that not everyone reviewed it before it was published, which is what led to misunderstanding, I suppose. But they say that at the core, they were just trying to share sentiments of unity and humanity, which I think is what everyone's trying to do, really. It links to a point that was made by Rob Mindel from FTI in a comment piece that he wrote for us, where he said that you should focus on people, not politics. Business leaders aren't there to solve the conflict, and it's not necessarily about weighing in by taking sides, because that could just create more tension. But at the same time, it's difficult to say something without making a political statement. And I think that's what this does boil down to, doesn't it, is that it is very difficult for corporates and businesses to comment on something that is political in a very short statement or a simplified way when it isn't simple. Mm, I think it's not necessarily very clear cut, but for brands to take a stance, often it sort of needs to be them saying what they stand for, which in this situation, I'm sure there's a lot of caveats. So Yeah, and as the PR essay in America has shown, it's not as easy as you first think, is it? That it becomes leader can't get it right that definitely shows the challenges it doesn't bode well that they had to go back a few times to correct that millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option i never really was a salad guy that's just not who i am but noom worked for me Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And finally, let's talk about the PR Week Awards. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> 
the prestigious ceremony was held last week, so that was Wednesday the 18th of October, if you're listening to this a couple of weeks on, at the JW Marriott Grosvenor Hotel in London. It was my first award and I really enjoyed the night. It was a great way to meet the wider sector, so thank you if you came up and said hello. And there were some big winners on the night. There was Cow and Taylor Herring. They were just some of the award winners that went away holding all those very heavy trophies. I don't know how they carried those home on the tube. There were also some winning performances. There was one catch and boss doing the splits, which was both terrifying and impressive in equal measure. And then another boss was doing a dance routine, I think it was. Yeah, I spotted someone doing the classic dirty dancing lift. Nice, nice. But on the awards, so what was your favourite, Eliza? So my favourite award was the Young Game Changer of the Year. This award (laughs) went to Amandeep from Harvard for her achievements and contribution to culture and her work on diversity. A few weeks back, we spoke to Amandeep in a previous podcast and she was amazing. She supports young people from diverse backgrounds, which really stood out to me. And I can't wait to see what she does in the future. Excellent. And what about you, Evie? What caught your eye on the night? I was really pleased to see the March of the Mummies campaign from Pregnant Then Screwed win the social purpose category. It was a campaign that happened last year, around this time last year, actually. It was Halloween-themed protest for reforms on childcare, parental leave and flexible working. At the time, I interviewed the PR consultant who handled its comms, Celia Venables, and she called it a shoestring operation, pointed out that charities don't really have money to advertise. But I think their win goes to show that big budgets aren't everything. They were up against some really tough competition, including Calm's highly praised Last Photo campaign, which I'm sure we've discussed before on this podcast. So I think Pregnant Then Screwed were surprised to have won, but they really deserved it for delivering such an effective piece of work, I thought. Yeah, there seemed to be quite a few that were quite surprised on the night. I was mm. sat next to uh, Matt from Cow, and every time they <laughs> called him out, he was just so surprised. Like, is that us again? Like, yes, it is. Go up on stage. <laughs> so yeah, I think there were quite a few surprises on the night. That Well, they seemed surprised. I don't think we were at some of the content. It was really good. And if you want to be a PR Week Award winner, there is another chance. We're actually opening up the entries for the Global Awards this week. So keep an eye out on PRWeek.com for that. Congratulations to those that were shortlisted in the PR Week UK Awards last week and to all the winners on the night. We hope you had a great time. That's all for this week's episode. Noise and Brief goes live every two weeks, but look out for our Beyond the Noise podcast, which comes out next week. Thanks to Evie and Eliza, and thanks to you for listening. Goodbye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.